So guys, welcome, welcome. Uh, and this is live with uh, the Mind Guru of Next Level. Just now we had technical difficulties. Like we went live stream suddenly and then after that it got cut off. So these things happen. Uh, that's why we are going to come back on live again and figure this thing out. Um, what I have for you is that uh, I have Lionel here. Okay, so Lionel is the ads manager uh, in Next Level and he's also... Uh, what I call the mind guru, right? Because he always shares with us stuff about motivation and, you know, interesting insights of business and whatnot. So, um, since he's online, I'm going to be asking him questions. And of course, you can ask him questions as well. He's a dad of three. Uh, just have a newborn that is a uh, few months old, Ernie. So, uh, he's managing three kids plus work from home. Uh, I think he can show his kid uh, at some point uh, as a superstar in the, the, the live stream. He was even feeding the kid just before this live stream, okay? Just before, can you imagine? So, so yeah, that, that, that is how, what it takes to be a parent and also a, uh, uh, working in business, right? So, sometimes it's like that, right? We are parents, uh, you have parents that are uh, at home and they have to manage all of these things. So, these are good questions to ask Lionel because he will understand you totally and he'll be able to give you some tips and tricks okay on top of that he's also one of a very very fantastic uh, ads managers of next level and uh, you can ask him a lot of technical questions uh, especially in the real estate uh, kind of uh, industry and we will definitely get to the answers to answer your questions both of us so um, thanks so much for coming on the stream. I can't see you guys as, as of now because the usual live stream, we are now live streaming through Zoom, uh, by the way, if you don't know. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I can't really see what are the comments I see. Uh, okay, Stephanie, I can see some of the black, black comments. Uh, Stephanie, uh, Super Daddy, you know. So, so thank you for listening and thank you for, for asking questions and putting in the comments, uh, liking and sharing this post as well, this stream as well, okay? So, uh, without further ado, let me continue with uh, asking questions to Lionel. So Lionel, how has this circuit breaker been? Being a dad, being a new uh, a new father again, and also managing business and managing me as a tough boss. Uh. <laughs> okay. I think I think our company is quite special. So like actually within the company itself it's quite supportive. But like what it means like being a parent is that like initially I plan to make all my kids sleep then I come on live, then, but then now I have to manage one down here. Thankfully, he just fall, fall asleep. Okay, and uh, yeah, hope to do a lot more sharing. I have one that is uh, my my second child is like sleeping halfway already. So maybe wow. he will wake up and then be a special guest halfway. So yeah, this, this will be the condition of how this life will be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think that, that that is the that, that should be the way. La. I mean, that should be the way because uh, uh, businesses should understand that they are, they are, their employees are also parents, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think that that's perfectly fine from my standpoint. I've always said that in meetings, right, it's perfectly fine to have all these kind of situations happening. Yeah. So even in live stream, I mean, if we have to get, get uh, extract out all the expertise from Lionel, right, while he has to maintain his kid and while he has to manage his kid, right, that's perfectly fine to me. So I do have some questions for our mind guru, especially. And uh, it's specific, specifically to mindset because he shares a lot about mindset. Uh, and, and I think that if I, 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 I you know, let him go and share, right, he can share for hours on mindset. Uh, but um, my question is, why are you so interested in mindset, you know, particularly? Okay. So the thing about mindset, right, is that I, I've always been interested in this, okay, but I've 
but only like recently then I start to understand why I have this interest. Okay, so I think the first thing that we have to understand about all of us is this thing called the human condition. Okay, all of us are limited by this body called our human condition. Okay, so what we are limited by, we are limited in terms of our time on earth because we cannot live till infinity. That's number one. Number two is we have limited amount of energy. Okay, we cannot go on for hours and hours. Even my kid, they can go on for hours and then their battery will just be flat. Okay, next thing is our focus. Okay, how well we can channel this focus to doing anything. Okay, next is our effort. Uh, the amount of effort that we use to do anything. And last thing is most people will call it money, but then I will just call it resources. Okay. Uh, and trying to understand how all these five factors come in together to govern the human condition, right, is uh, very interesting for me. And because you see all five, all, all five of these components are quite similar in every one of us. But how does some people use this uh, human condition to become billionaires? Some people end up like uh, homeless on the street. So these are really interesting things for me to study and find out, okay? And uh, other than this human condition, right, okay? And uh, I, I would just say that I understand the human mind construct in terms of these five layers. Okay, today I will just share at the most fundamental level, okay, because we, we can talk more about that. Okay, so what is the first most basic layer? It's what I call this mental awareness layer, okay, which is what our mindset is. Okay, and what this mental awareness layer is, is really what we understand of ourselves. Okay, and if you really look into and study very successful people or like billionaires, they are hyper aware and they are hypersensitive up to the point that you realize that they are abnormal, okay? For example, like, uh, like uh, oh yeah, so for example, right, like they are, some of them are hyper aware, but hyper insensitive at the same time, okay? And this is really how their senses have been built and rewired over the years. Like for example, let, let's just use this example, Warren Buffett, okay? This, his, Warren Buffett is one of the most uh, legendary investor. Okay, he he's like about ninety years old now. Okay, do you believe that he drinks three cans of Coke every single day? Okay, try drinking three cans of Coke every single day, and this this guy lives to ninety years old. So, so he's supposed to drink Coke every day now. No lah, cannot lah. So so you if if you see. What, what, what I understand by this is that his body is so aware of certain things and so insensitive to certain things, right? He said, Coke is no longer like something that harms his body. It's basically like fuel to his body. Something that helps him to concentrate, helps him to focus. Actually, this one can be also another topic by itself. Like, what is your life purpose? What keeps you going? Okay. So in terms of 
in terms of this whole thing about the human condition, in terms, terms of people having limited resources, I think that now in the COVID time, you know, it is limited resources. We are limited by, you know, we, don't even, we can't even go out of our house a lot of the times and, and now it's raining, right? So, so, so worse, you can't even, it's like, it's like it's raining for an entire month and everybody is locked at home. You can't even use an umbrella. You have to wear a mask. You have to go out. We are limited by all of these things. What can some of the people uh, take home as a mindset, as a, as a snippet of a mindset kind of like um, um, value add that they can have uh, uh, see these kind of limitations, right? But still be able to use it effectively. And who knows, right? We might have, you know, a few millionaires and a few billionaires in, in the group as well, you know, eventually. Okay. I think, I think, right, I have some very good examples for this. Okay. And I will just use the latest, like, uh, latest example. I think everyone knows about this. So the latest circuit breaker, the government actually tightened the circuit breaker measures and they banned non-essential food services. And I am very, very amazed by how fast the bubble tea franchises immediately hop onto other essential services. Okay. I mean, like within a matter of one day, two days, right? You start to see them tagging onto their service of other essential services. And if you really understand business and the business layer, right? You will realize that actually this is very difficult to do. Like, it's very difficult to get into collaboration, like, like talk about uh, how, how are we going to split? How are we going to execute our ops? All this, okay? But they did it in a matter of two days. Okay, of course, if like yeah. they belong to the same owners, right? We don't talk about it. But then you, you see some like Liho has been like with in partners with like five different stores. Okay, for example. And that is that 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 change, that ability to adapt, right, is really what being a human is about. And how do you get it? Because you like it or not, right? It's not going to be the biggest player that survives. Look, the biggest player need bailout now. But it's going to be the most nimble, most adaptive player that is going to survive this. So in terms of mindset, we need to train our mind to adapt to the environment. Okay, instead of letting the environment define us. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so it's about it's about adapting. Lah. That means in these kind of constraints, they can adapt. Um, what can business owners do, right? Like we have a lot of business owners here. We have a lot of property agents, insurance agents um, all over. Now. What can they do? Furniture shops, right? What can they do in their business, you know, at this point of time? Can they, are there are they some ideas that they can, you know, perhaps uh, uh, use to, to sort of uh, control their circumstance, not only that, but also, you know, surpass whatever that, you know, their competitors are being constrained by. Okay, so in terms of business, right, I see business in five core components. Okay, number one is your lead generation. How do you get leads into your business? How do you get people to come to your store? Okay, number two is lead nurturing. Okay, for example, leads already know about your business. How do you get them down to your store? Okay, number three is your conversion. How do you make sales from there? Number four is your service delivery, selling of your goods, selling of your product. And number five is resell, upsell. So let us just focus on the first three components of any business. Okay. 
The reason why a lot of the business today out there is dying is because their first three layers cannot move online. Okay, so you need to think of how you can move three, these three layers online. Okay, for example, lead generation, how can you move it online? Do you run paid advertisement? Do you go onto your Facebook and do you share about your stories, share about your product, share about your services? Okay, or do you share about your difficulties, for example? Okay, and really let, to me, lead generation is just about letting more people see your business, that's all. Okay, and use it from that eyeball, right? Convert them into leads that you can nurture them. And number two is lead nurturing. For example, doing Facebook Live is actually a very good form of nurturing for people. Okay, you engage with your audience and you share their valuable information. And really from there, you you uh, give them more value. Okay, and number three is your conversion. Can you close people online? Can you do your sales online? Okay, so I am, I, I'll just use this example in the real estate. Okay, because real estate is something that I'm deeply entrenched in. Okay, so for example, how do you do lead generation for real estate online? run paid advertisements, you maybe run uh, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, for example. Lead nurturing, how do you do it? Is uh, you send them messages, send them information, send them uh, valuation of the entire area. Okay, and finally sales. So it's very surprising that actually during this 30 breaker, right, people are still able to sell houses without viewing. That is how amazing it is. And real estate is a hyper-competitive market. That's why they iterate very fast and they are super adaptive. Okay, if real estate can sell houses without viewing, without going to the actual site showroom to view, okay, there is no excuse that you that any business is limited offline, that you cannot do any sales uh, online. Okay? Yeah. So, um, very good. Like this, so this is a good question, right? I think that uh, Ahmad was asking, you know, he says that uh, all five I cannot use. They, my, my, mine is a art of handcrafted. So I think that what Ahmad is doing is handcrafted furniture, if I'm not wrong. Ahmad, you can let me know whether it's correct or not. Handcrafted furniture. And um, yeah, I think that he's, he's having some trouble, you know, implementing the five core functions into his particular business. Do you have any take on that? Okay, actually, right, handcrafted is something that is super powerful right now. And if you are not using this, right, your advantage, right, you are missing out. Okay, so let me just explain this. Uh. So today, right, if we go to YouTube, okay, and we search for, let's say you just search for anything called art and craft, okay, you will immediately see a lot of handcrafted arts out there, like, uh, for example, uh, me drawing a picture of uh, Iron Man in 20 hours, and then someone basically just uh, uh, record the whole process. And I can tell you, the number of views out there is like 20 million or 50 million, something like that, okay? And this is eyeball to your skill set, to your handcrafted work. Okay, so for you, right, Ahmad, really depends on 
what kind of things you are handcrafting. If you are handcrafting furniture, right, you want to show how from nothing you build up your whole furniture. Okay, and then you basically make it in the video, speed up the video to like something that is 20 minutes. And then you know there is this section in YouTube, they call it the most satisfying video and go and appeal to that kind of people. And then just down there below, right, you can just put something like, uh, support my business, uh, come to my store. Okay, and done, lead generation done. And actually this is also sales by itself because the more people see, the more people know how, for example, you, you handcrafted this pen. Okay, they know the story of this pen. They know this pen started from like nothing. And then they will want to pay extra for something like this and to give it out as a gift to people. And maybe they can even you say a story. Hey, I saw this pen online. This person crafted it from like uh, old wood scrapes and really became the pen it is today to signify a long-lasting friendship that I have with you. So I hope that you like this pen. So you want to give story to your creation. Okay, so for Ahmad, that, that is the best way that I can explain to you. Yeah, so Ahmad, um, I hope that helps you. Um, I really do think that handcrafted furniture, there is a USP there. There is a very, very unique uh, kind of, of proposition that you that people will want to hold on to. Because a lot of times, uh, I mean, people can queue at IKEA, lah, of course, they can queue at IKEA, QQQ, right? But all this furniture is really just, you know, machine-made or like just churned out, you know, by the thousands. But if you can really show the process, how much hard work and dedication, you know, is put into those furniture, right? Beyond just the normal IKEA furniture or whatever furniture that they can get off the shelf somewhere, that is the, the, the part that will distinguish you. So the story that you tell in, in terms of how do you craft out the furniture. Now, I know that you probably can't even go back to the warehouse or go back to your factory or go back to wherever you're going to handcraft the furniture now, unless you're handcrafting in, in, at home. Lah. If you're handcrafting at home, that's good. But if you cannot handcraft now, then I would say that pick the two or three or five uh, pieces of handcrafted furniture that you really, really love and then maybe talk about the inspiration behind those furniture. So maybe one furniture was, uh, you know, because uh, your, 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 your baby was born or something like that. I don't know. Then you crafted this furniture as a tribute and as a design aspect, right? Was, was crafted out of love for your child or love for your wife or love for whoever, right? So I think that this kind of interesting story, backstory to the furniture brings characteristics out that other places in Ikea and all of that, I mean, they, they can talk about dimensions of the furniture, lah, but I don't think that they'll be able to bring out a story that is very, very uh, uh, en en enticing lah, for people. So I hope that helps you. Um, if, does anybody else have questions for uh, Lionel? It is a very interesting kind of uh, uh, time that we, we have him uh, with uh, him having silence in the background because usually in company meetings, right, his kids are climbing on top of his head on. Uh, yeah, so 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 do ask him, you know, do do avail yourself to him, you know, asking him questions uh, uh specifically. And I have a question. Okay, so people don't have questions, I have a question. What kind of ads do you see that are working right now? Uh, you know, from property market's perspective, from, from anything, uh, maybe not even property market, but just from an ads perspective, right? What is working now and what's not? Okay, so actually right now the market is moving very, very fast. Okay. Initially, when Circuit Breaker was announced, okay, 
So uh, those ads that are a little bit more centric uh, and specific to circuit breaker are working. So for example, like saying things like, hey, uh, right now this circuit breaker, this is the best time to do this. Okay, or for example, during this circuit breaker, do you know that property prices have already dropped 10%? Okay, and uh, during this circuit breaker, do you know this is the best time for you to take action to learn about property market? Okay, initially during circuit breaker, this was a type of apps that run well. But now circuit breaker has so-called become like a norm. Okay, and uh, apps that are traditionally performing Okay, now actually came back in terms of performance. Whereas those circuit breaker specific uh, centric ads, they are, their performance start to drop. So actually the hype for circuit breaker ads actually start to fall off and the normal ads start to perform again. Mm, okay, okay. So you're saying that normal ads that were running, you know, pre-circuit breaker now are starting to work already. Yeah. Because people have normalized back into the... the the whole trend of like, okay, yeah, we are working from home. Oh yeah, you know, we can't go out. Oh yeah, you know, like businesses is down and whatnot. Okay. So is, is that true? Yeah. So I, 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 this is really how Singaporeans is. Okay. When, or actually not just Singaporeans or how the human is. Okay. If you introduce something new, okay, it can be like a new button on Facebook. Even if it is something good, people will complain, 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 complain. But then like three days later, they will realize the complaint, complaint, complaint start to drop and they will start to feel normalized. And then like maybe two weeks later, they don't even notice that, hey, what was life without this button before? Okay, and going back to Circuit Breaker was like, do you even remember how life was like before Circuit Breaker? Maybe you do, or maybe you need to say like, like I do, huh? Okay, where I can get to send all my kids to school that I can focus on work. But now, like, things have become normal that I need to work with them running around the house. And this normalized kind of uh, trend is just how human is. And that's why, like, understanding psychology and understanding uh, performance of ads, we can start to see the normalized of certain ads and they start to perform. That's awesome. So, so um, anyway, I saw Edwin is here, right? Welcome, Edwin. And uh, Stephanie asked a question. I'm selling convenient and healthy baby food and seasonings. What would you? What would capture your attention in a Facebook ad? And what other lead generation activities can you suggest online and offline? Okay, let me take a look. Huh? Okay. Baby healthy seasoning, right? I, I, I would honestly say that baby stuff are the easiest to sell. Okay? Because there is a lot of congregation of mums in Singapore. Okay? A lot of uh, Facebook group with mums. Okay? That is, that is why it is very easy to sell. But you want to go in with a different angle. Okay? Never go inside a group Okay, and just say, hey, I'm selling this product, come and take a look at it. Okay, you, you will be banned, you'll be kicked out of the group. Okay, but if you were to go into a group and, for example, say, hey, I have a problem. Okay, my kid is not eating well. Okay, what do you, 
what do people suggest? Okay, and then you start bringing out all this conversation, all this. I will tell you that the mums are the most active group of people commenting in Singapore. And then some sort down there, you need to insert your product as a solution to the problem. Okay, but of course you need to think of how you want to do it. Okay, maybe like a different, different people perspective for this because that is where it is really powerful. I, let me just recall something. I, I Actually, I saw something quite interesting on Reddit uh, two days back. Reddit Singapore, okay. The, it was a very clickbaity uh, title. It says, uh, I actually can't remember it 100%, okay. But at the end of the long post, right, okay, I actually realized that, wow, this is a super amazing product review. And the title is just actually a problem statement. Hey guys, I'm facing this problem. Uh, any help, please? Something like that. And then this person talked about his whole journey. Okay, like uh, I have this problem. I tried this, I tried this, I tried this. This didn't work, this didn't work, this didn't work. Until I tried this finally and it's starting to look like it's working. Okay, so don't want to sell anything to anyone, but maybe if you want, you are interested and you have the same problem, you can click on this and see if it can help you or not. So this is what people are doing on Reddit. And by being a marketer, I initially saw through like what people are trying to do. Well, amazing. So, so you're saying that they, they, they basically click beta people into uh, a pain point and a discussion and then other finally sold products. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so chala. Okay. So I think that's interesting because people always focus on pain point, right? Uh, when you're talking about pain points, uh, um, guys, it, it, is, it is nothing like talking about pain points because people naturally, if they're feeling pain, uh, they will already be looking for a solution. Okay, that's the reality of how humans are. When they have a pain point, right, they will naturally look for a solution. And so if you talk about the pain points that your problem, your, your particular product or service solves, then naturally they will want to look for a solution for that product. And if just nice, you are the one that provides a solution for that product, fantastic, right? Then you've got it already because people will be looking for you for that particular uh, uh, problem to solve it. We call it a painkiller ad. So, so we focus a lot on this thing called a painkiller ad. Yeah. So um, with that, right, um, you know, do you have any other comments to the community? Do you have any other comments in terms of uh, your mind guru stuff or parenting stuff for the community? If not, uh, because we don't have any questions ready, then we'll start to end already. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, I still want to answer Steph's question. Okay, she, she asked what would capture my attention in the Facebook ad and what other lead chat activities can I suggest online and offline? So I, I will go methodically because she, she put in the effort to craft out all this question. Okay, so uh, Facebook ad, okay? Facebook ad is very, very simple. Uh, whatever that you do, okay, the most important thing is actually the hook. Okay, what is the hook? You see, when you scroll through your Facebook feed, right? Okay, what stops people in their track? That is the hook. And what is typically a good hook and where do you usually find it? It's usually the image or the video or the first line of the text itself. 
Okay, these three things. You want to focus on having good hook at these three areas. Okay, and just, just I, I will just give you an example of what is the best hook uh, right now. You go to your, you go to youtube.com. Okay, if you are signing, okay, I will tell you this. YouTube knows you so well that immediately the eight videos that uh, YouTube show you, right? Okay, two of them will hook you in to click and watch it. And that is a hook. Okay, because they know your search history, they know your viewing history, they know what kind of videos you like to watch. That's why it is a hook customized to stop you in your track and suck you into a black hole. Okay, so that 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 is what a hook means. Okay, you need to have that kind of hook that hooks the kind of uh, group of people that you're trying to talk to. Mm. And finally, what type of uh, lead gen method you can do online and offline? Okay, online, let me say this. Online, uh, running ads is not the only way of lead generation. There are a lot of ways. Okay, number one is organic method. Okay, uh, organic methods, there are two. Okay, if you are B2B or B2C, if you are B2B, right, you want to go and look out for businesses that are within your niche. And then you just start to uh, take copy their email and then you just start to copy them out. And this has proven to work. Benjamin knows that cold emailing works. Okay. And number two is uh, organic Facebook groups in Singapore or Reddit. Okay. Depending on what type of people you are trying to appeal to. Okay. If you are looking for moms, go into join all the moms group in Singapore. Okay. Uh, number two is, uh, okay. So other than organic method, the next one then is paid method. I personally wouldn't recommend studying paid method unless you already have a converting organic method channel. Because if you don't have a working method, right, then whatever money that you throw into paid method will just be trying to test out your message, trying to test out your offer. The next thing that you can do is uh, join venture, find people that within the space itself, they have the kind of audience that you want, okay? and try to get them to feature you, okay? Either by sponsored posts or either by uh, helping them to get something done and uh, attracting their attention and they, are, they want to help you instead, okay? And that is the three methods that I can think of right now, okay? Uh, there are, I have a, a few other methods, but I cannot recall it offhand. Okay, then offline, what can you do, okay? Offline, it is really about appearing where you want your, your, okay. For offline, for baby food, right, you will want to talk about uh, printed advertisements, okay, or have ambassadors, brand ambassadors, okay, and uh, influencers, this kind, okay. But to me, as much as possible, try to move away from offline because, in this COVID situation, we really see how vulnerable offline method is. Okay. I mean, like a lot of the businesses that are suffering right now is because they don't have an online method of conducting their business. Okay. And that's why they are dying right now. 
Okay, and if you learn one thing from this circuit breaker, it is to move your business online. Okay, so that is the most important thing. So welcome. Uh, I think some people joined us suddenly, you know, Jovi and uh, Sally and Eric and also Kelvin, uh, who's a very, very good friend of mine. So um, Edwin actually asked this question, what are good suggestions to refine it after doing both organic and pay? I, I assume, Edwin, you're asking about once you do your organic already, right, how do you then, you know, look at what's working and then, you know, do more of that and then look look at what is, uh, you know, not working and then start to tune down. Is, is that what you're trying to say, Edwin? Okay, Edwin, I will just answer your question first, but if you have any more clarification, just put it into the comment because I also can see. Uh, so most important is this thing that, Actually, a lot of, okay, so as a marketer myself, right, how do I determine if like a hire is good or like uh, other agencies out there in Singapore is good? Okay, I, I would say that actually, honestly, ads, everyone can think of creative ads. Everyone can come up with good ads. But whether you are really good or not is whether you can do attribution very well. Okay, whether you can track your sales, you can track your performance very well. Okay, so right now this, okay, I would tell you that uh, your ad performance is good. Okay, but I would personally dig deeper. What is good? How much are you paying for per customer, per paying customer? How much are you paying for uh, per lead? How much are you converting them? Okay, because if you do not have these numbers, you don't have a good measurement of whether the method is working or not. Okay, your cost, your effort put in, and whether you can scale that effort or not. Okay. So, 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 so really, you, you, you want to refine it by making it more tangible, more measurable. Because... If a method is working, the next thing that you have to do is optimize it and to see if it makes uh, monetary sense to invest into that method. For example, let's say my paid ads. Uh, every $1 that I put in, okay, I get up $2 of uh, revenue. Okay, Honestly, this, this may sound okay, but if you look at an uh, ops point of view, if your cost is more than $1, then it definitely doesn't make sense to scale it. But if you are putting $1 in and you're getting $8 out, okay, and your ops cost is just $2 for every uh, one order for few, okay, then it really makes sense to quickly scale up your revenue, okay, as much as you can put in. Okay, and, and this is really what I mean by how you define it to give it a very tangible way of measuring how successful the method is. So another way that you all want to look at it, right? Uh, I know we talk a lot about paid advertising and organic content. How you, want, you may want to look at it is uh, organic content is your testing for paid content. Meaning that organic content, you can always put out some ad, you can always put out some sort of image, put out some sort of video, right? And literally throw it out there 
and then see whether people actually engage on it. And if people engage on it, it means that you are hitting a point. You are hitting the mark somewhere. Okay, so you're using organic content to test your paid advertising before you even spend a single dollar on your paid advertising. So now the, the, the issue that I have with paid advertising during this period of time is that a lot of people are now wanting to jump on this called digital bandwagon, and they have not even know what exactly their customer wants to see. And so when they spend money in paid advertising, spend money, especially during now a tough time like this, they're not going to see the ROI. And then after that, they give up already and they wasted their budget already before the market even came back. You know, so a, a potential paid ad that could have worked during the good times may not work during this time, but just because you do the ad during this time, right, you think that, wow, you know, it doesn't work anymore. So I think that that is the issue with like, uh, you have to be very careful with your dollars now during this period of time. And I know a lot of trainers out there are saying, wow, you can go and spend money and you can go and, you know, attack Facebook marketing and all that. But I have to be practical. Me as a business owner, I have to be practical to my community as well. And to make sure that my community, uh, you are being taught the right things, you know. Yeah, so so be very careful with every single dollar spent during this time. Um, and be very careful with your cash flow as well. Um, the number one point is do organic content. That means free content that you can put out there anyway already. Like, like uh, I think Lionel has given you many, many suggestions. So just keep on putting, just keep on putting out content. By the end of 30 to 40 days after Circuit Breaker, you have 40 pieces of content you have tested already, you know. Whichever they have the most likes, you're going to take that and you're going to run ads. Simple as that, right? So um, Edwin asked again, the, the post reach and post engagement is good, but the conversion, not that much. Yeah. Yeah. So you see, the, this is the thing, right? Like I think that in, in a COVID environment, in a circuit breaker environment, there are people that may not be thinking of your product or service at this point of time. They may be thinking of other things, right? Like, for example, uh, how to go and take care of their kids, you know, how to, how to, and I think, Edwin, you sell this bicycle oil, right? Basically, this bicycle oil. But now, uh, it's very, very difficult for people to be riding bicycle all the time now, you know, and, and I think that the, the way that you would really penetrate the market is, for example, all those big cycling runs, right? When people go night cycling as a group, I think that you should be partnering with these groups, right? And really uh, even doing tutorials of how to go and teach uh, people how to clean and optimize their bicycles. I think you should be going into cycling groups and, and offering to teach them how to do it in a proper way, in a way that will use your product in, in its maximum efficacy, so I think that those are the things that you need to really be concerned of in during this time. Partnership, right? Taking the time now to go and message the top 10 or top 20 uh, cycling groups out there and building a relationship with them and saying that, hey, you know what, what kind of content do you want about this particular oil, right? Like this cleaning oil, degreasing oil. So I think that those are the things that I'll be thinking about during this time. Not so much the, the, the running of ads and brute forcing the ads uh, to try to get sales, because there is only a limit of what you can do uh, in ads. Okay, so I hope that helps you. Um, if you guys got any other questions, um, then, then uh, do ask it. We'll, we'll, we'll be here for about a minute more. If, you, if there's no questions already, then after that, we'll, we'll probably end the live stream there already. Okay, guys? So, um, yeah. I think so, I have I'm something uh, interesting to share with everyone. Yeah. So, uh, I think when I started really diving deep into doing apps and trying to understand psychology, human psychology, right? Then I realized that actually Singaporeans, we are a very special bunch of people. Okay. 
and and you have to see this, okay? Anywhere else you learn about pets, okay, mostly from the Americans or the Westerners or Europe, okay, they are the type of demographics that they are talking to is very, very different from Singapore. Okay, I mean that Singapore is one of the most educated uh, places in the world. I mean that the proportion of uni graduates that we have is probably the same as the proportion of high school graduates that they have. High school meaning secondary school. And if you can really understand this, right, then you really can understand the sophistication of Singaporeans. And that's why I have this principle of how I run ads. I always assume that my target audience is smart. Okay, and this has served me very well. Okay, so, and if you are able to do that, right, then every ads that you come up with is always speaking to a smart, logical, thinking, but emotional human being. Okay, and, and this will help you to make very good ads. And, and why I, I bring out this whole thing, okay, it's because if I were to study myself, okay, what is the best way to sell me anything? What is the best way to gain trust with me quickly? It is about this thing called the problem, not the solution. Okay, how do I know that you are the authority in your market? How do I know that your product is the best? It's not by telling me to me that you have the best solution to whatever problem. It's by telling me that you understand the problem that I am facing the most. Okay, to much clearer than anybody else. Like so much, so deep that like, like I'm talking to your inner self. Okay, and then you must let your audience, right, have that kind of feeling that like, oh my gosh, he knows exactly what I'm feeling. Oh my gosh, he knows it. He must have the solution. And when your audience reach this level of like, like realization, right? They can only buy from you. And because, because you have the best problem, not because you have the best solution. Okay, you can have a lousy solution, but you have the best problem. Okay, you know their problem so well, they will still come to you. That is how you sell to a smart group of people. Okay, logical thinking and like why Singaporeans, how you sell to Singaporeans. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree in terms of like having the, the pain point of your audience nailed down to the T, uh, exactly identifying that, that very clear pain point because uh, people want to be understood. Right, people always want to be understood, and so if you have a very, very clear problem, then of course, you know, naturally, you will, you will have an audience that that will love you and will love your solution as well. Yeah. So it, it, it I, I think that um, you know, Lionel has shared a fantastic amount of stuff, uh, a lot of gold nuggets. So uh, I'm gonna end the live stream here. Um, uh, and thank you, Lionel, for coming on, even you know, with your kid and and everything that's going along. I think that his wife is actually walking, walking around, right? Is it walking around? Went to grocery shopping or something like that? Yeah, she went out to get some stuff. 
went out to get some time and then you know so so he has to manage the the household the two kids and all of that lah. so so guys uh, thank you on I, I see that there are a whole bunch of you here and uh thank you for you know coming on and and you know coming on live with us and elvis just joined <laughs> so so you yeah, probably have to watch back uh those people who missed the front part as well uh you can go and watch back but one thing uh, guys um we have a particular form right that is a collaboration and, and business collaboration form so those people who are interested in business collaboration right do fill up that form so at least it flags out to me like i said i've already uh, uh started to you link people up link businesses up together with each other already um and yeah i, I will continue to do so and help you guys in the community to do so as well uh so fill up that form so at least i know what what are the details that i need then i can then, and then i will have confidence to introduce you to other people you know because if you don't tell me any information, then I cannot introduce you to other people. Um, on another sense, uh, do connect with us. I, I know some of you have been messaging us already. Uh, yeah, we will do. Re we will reply, and we will also like maybe some of the questions that you're asked right are very good. We will bring it on into the live as well. So I, I hope at this period of time, I really do take it as a point of building this community and getting to know each other as well, um, getting to know us better as well. And I really do think that we'll come out ahead, you know, after this. I, I have so much more to share because this morning I just shared with an insurance uh, group again about something and I, I, I just want to consolidate all, all of that right? and I want to share it to you guys, you know, when, when the time is right now. So um, yeah, for now, this is the live stream. Uh, thank you, Lionel, again for coming on board. Uh, the rest of you, thank you for being here. Stay safe. We're going to end it here. See you, you know, in the tomorrow. I think tomorrow, right? Tomorrow is uh, Saturday. So, yeah, we'll still have live stream tomorrow, okay? So, take care, guys. And uh, we're going to end it here. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.